Hello, and welcome to the All Things Anxiety Podcast. I'm Jeff Gregson, the host of this podcast and also the founder of the All Things Anxiety Community, which you can find more about on my webpage at allthingsanxiety.com. Also, you know, follow me on Facebook. I put a lot of great content there. So at All Things Anxiety. Uh, also on Instagram, all.things.anxiety. So look me up, get social. Uh, I love to share as much information as I can, uh, as much help as I can give. You know, I offer a lot of free classes, a lot of free webinars, and you can find more information at those area places. Also, you know, every day at, at noon, I do a question and answer, kind of like ask a therapist, and you're welcome to call me any day at noon. Uh, my number is 801-529-2334, and I love getting questions. You know, and the, and the nice thing, too, is I take a lot of those questions I get from these calls and create some of this content. I create some of these podcasts from that. So I really do. I really appreciate it. I'm uh, kind of excited. I just looked at my um, statistics on my podcast. Looks like I've had over 2,000 listens. Uh, it's kind of exciting. So I love that people are out there listening, wanting to learn more about anxiety and how to conquer it and how to help their themselves and their children and their loved ones. So please, yeah, keep sending me in, uh, feedback. Keep sending me questions. And I'll keep recording these podcasts. So thank you. All right, let's jump into today's subject. So one big thing I do in my practice, and some of you that are listening for the first time should know that I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor in private practice. I see, gosh, six to eight clients a day. And my focus is anxiety, depression, and OCD. A lot of the types of anxiety I see are generalized anxiety, social anxiety, and a big one being panic attacks. So today's topic, and your panic attacks today. I think this is important that I share this. When I talk to people about what I do as a counselor, and I talk to them about panic attacks and how they can overcome this, many people are surprised. You know, I, I've spoke with individuals that have dealt with panic attacks for years, months, and they're always amazed that this is something that they shouldn't be experiencing all the time. That is something that they should be able to overcome quite quickly. So in this podcast today, I'm going to describe what panic attacks are, what some of those symptoms are, some of the reasons why we have them. And then I'm going to share with you what treatment I use to help people overcome them, many of which overcome them in the first session. Like anything else, the longer you've been dealing with a struggle, you know, physical or mental, emotional, the longer it takes to overcome it. That's correct. But there's many times that I have clients come in who have been dealing with panic attacks for just a matter of weeks or just a few months. And I'm able to do some interventions with them to literally knock it out that day. And then if it starts creeping back a bit, they can implement this, this exercise and this intervention that I've taught them. So I really want to share this because this is one of the most exciting things I do in my job is be able to see people that have been struggling and suffering this for so long to overcome it and get rid of that panic and fear. So we'll talk about that. So first of all, let's talk about what panic attacks are. Panic attacks, no doubt, right, are anxiety. Sometimes people call them anxiety attacks. 
um, having an episode, you know, people use different layman terms for it, but basically I like to describe it as anxiety at a level of a 10. So if we're scaling our anxiety from one to 10, you know, 10 being the most. So this is when a person is feeling it at that highest level. There are the physical symptoms, right? The heart racing, you know, you feel that increase of blood flow, muscles tightening, tensing, um, can feel, you know, heat in one's face, extremities, stomach. Uh, there can be these hot, cold flashes, sweating, uh, tingling in one's feet, in their, in their extremities, in their feet, in their hands, in their face. Uh, one symptom that a lot of people describe is that they feel like this heaviness, almost like there's sand in their legs. And it's even hard to even walk in this moment of a panic attack. So a lot of physical manifestation, okay? Now, the mental part of it is a lot of misbelief. A lot of people feel like they are, well, they're dying. They're having a heart attack. They just feel this intense dread, right? Doom and gloom. And it's just, it's unbearable. You know, individuals, when they're going through a panic attack, often can't focus on what's happening. I mean, they're obviously in that heightened fight or flight. And they want to get out of the situation they're in. They want to run away. So panic and panic attacks are they're they're horrible they're difficult. It, it is literally the same feeling that a person feels when their life really is in threat, and they really do you know are going through say a real heart attack or other medical emergency. It's that same feeling they have when they're having a panic attack. It's just it's not really attached to anything that's real. Now different people describe yeah other different symptoms. But what I described, I think is generally what people go through and are pretty common traits and symptoms. So why do we have panic attacks, right? What, what's the purpose? What's the point? As I've talked before, and as if you listen to some of my podcasts, you know, I've described what anxiety is and that is that fight or flight, right? We have this natural impulse, this built in biological mechanism that will make us either run away from a problem or try to attack it. Our body reacts in a way to protect itself and preserve itself. So anxiety has a purpose. What a panic attack is, is when there's nothing that is directly correlated that we know that is conscious, that is creating fear. So I do have clients I meet with that say, yeah, Jeff, I know what my triggers are and they can describe different things, be it social situations, be it, you know, situations that make them feel unconfident, you know, I'm going to take an exam, it triggers a panic attack. I have to go to work, a job I hate that triggers a panic attack. So there are triggers, but there's also a lot of individuals that I meet with, right. That don't have the triggers. And they're often the ones that end up in the emergency room because they just feel like they're just kind of minding their own business. And all of a sudden, boom, it hits them. So they do, they think they're having a heart attack. They think they're having a seizure, a stroke, you know, this medical emergency. And what that is, is that's a subconscious trigger that's hitting them. Now, the subconscious trigger can be things that are in our environment. You know, our mind is constantly picking up on stimuli and again, picking up on risk, but just picking up on information and it's storing that. Now, if we've had a situation, let's say there's a particular street we've driven on, right? That we, we were in a car accident on that street once. 
Well, what could happen is not consciously, but maybe another week or two, you drive through that same spot and all of a sudden you have this high anxiety. That's your conscious, your subconscious brain, sorry, picking up on that threat, right? You're not consciously aware, but because of all of your senses, sight, smell, touch, sound that are related to driving past that place where you had the accident is all heightened. Okay. And it, the panic attack then could ensue. Now, not only situations that can create panic attacks, we can also have what we call you know, our core beliefs and our core fear. All right. So the things that come to the very core of us. So let's say we have a, as an example, a core fear of failure. We're afraid to try things because we're afraid to fail because if we fail, then we're not good enough and nobody will love us. Well, panic attacks could come at that subconscious level when we feel we're in a threatening situation where we could fail. And again, we're not always aware of, of these situations. The other thing is it could be that I call the buildup to a blow up. It's almost like your tolerance, like your anxiety has just hit that reaching point. And while again, you don't may not know this consciously and aware because of certain situations, but just that buildup inside because we're not taking care of ourselves and releasing that frustration, that stress, that anxiety. And then it comes out in this panic attack. Because if you talk to people who have panic attacks, they will tell you, yeah, when it's over, I feel amazing. <laughs> you know, I mean, in the moment, again, it's horrific. They want to run away. They want to go to their safe place. But when it's over, they feel drained, but they feel tired and they feel relaxed. So this, this is what panic attacks are. Okay. Now, so the question is, why do we have them? I like to compare it to chronic pain or, or pain. Okay. If your knee's hurting, right? If your knee's throbbing and it's just aching, that's your knee saying to you, Hey, look, you need to give me some attention here, right? I need some help. You can't ignore it. And what you can do obviously is, you know, take a painkiller to deal with that initially. And that painkiller can help you get you to a place where you can get the help you need. Maybe it's physical therapy you need right? And then you can do that physical therapy to work through the big problem, which is the fact that you've got a, you know, a bad uh, leg, right? you got some muscle problems. I don't know. That's akin to panic attacks. It's like, you've got anxiety and now your body's like, I'm not gonna let you ignore this anymore. And the panic attacks are like that pain. Now, just like if you had a knee that was in pain all the time, you shouldn't have to feel that and deal with that all the time. That's the same way with panic attacks. So that's why, again, I've titled this End Your Panic Attack Today. Because if you address it, now this doesn't mean you're addressing all the things behind it, right? Just like with the knee, if you've got tendon issues, you need to deal with that. But you can end the pain and end the panic. So let me describe to you what I do in a session. And I do this every day. Some days I don't have people that come in, but almost every single day I'll have somebody come in who's dealing with panic attacks. And this is how we deal with it. Now, again, this is separate from everything else we do of uncovering what their core issues are, what all the underlining themes are behind their anxiety. And again, that can be shown in general, like which is his overall kind of medium height anxiety. It can be social anxiety, that fear of judgment. 
Um, it can be OCD. It can be some depression. And we deal with that. But first, I'm like, let's take care of this panic attack so that you can not worry about that. So here's what we do. I have them come in. And after a bit in the session, obviously getting to know them and getting them feeling more comfortable and talking about some of these underlying things and other things just about them. You know, I'll ask the client, I'll say, hey, if I could get rid of your panic attacks today or give you some tools to help you totally combat it and decrease them like by 10 times less, would you want to do that? They're like, well, absolutely. And then I ask them, all right, but are you willing to do this if it's going to, you're going to have to go through, you know, some discomfort and a lot of panic <laughs> right now. And they, they always say, yeah, well, I've actually, I've had one. I've, in the years, I've had a couple of clients that have said no, but 99.9% .9 of the time they're like, yes, let's do this. So what I do is I'll have them sit up on the edge of their seat and I will have them do some breathing out. And I tell them, this is like simulating hyperventilating. So I will literally have them push all their air out. So it sounds like this, you know, you kind of picture, you know, the, the woman having a baby, right. And they're, they're doing that really quick and fast breathing. It's like that. Okay. What it does is it pushes the air out and the person starts feeling a little bit dizzy, right? A little bit tingly, all those common sensations they'll feel when they're having a panic attack, they start feeling that. And I tell them, you know, you are, you're going to go into one. I mean, you're feeling it. We're pushing all the air out. We're putting stress on your body. It's like you're hyperventilating. And I will say all these things to get them kind of ramped up. What's really fascinating is almost every single time that I start off by saying, hey, look, we're going to, I'm going to put you into a panic attack. They automatically start going up. <laughs> okay. And I have them do a scale one to 10, 10 being the highest. And even just me saying that I'll usually get them up to like a six. So then I do that breathing exercise, push all the air out. I start saying things to get them ramped up. Like, oh, you're going to have a panic attack. Remember the last one you had? Remember how intense that felt? Hey, you're away from home. You're not in your safe place. And I say all these things till they get to a 10. And they'll tell me by hand signals or just quickly tell me what number they're at. And then when they get to that 10, then what I do is I have them start doing push-ups. And while they're doing the push-ups, I will say to them, okay. You're doing push-ups. We put all this stress on your heart. We've pushed all the air out. You're feeling tingly. You're feeling this anxiety. You know, you're feeling this intensity. You feel like you're going to die. Now you're doing push-ups. So therefore, you're going to die, right? I mean, here we are. We push all the air out of you. We're stressing your heart. So any moment now, you're going to die. And I say this. Like, you, I've got my phone here. I've, I've got 9-1 dialed. We'll hit that. So I'm just waiting for you to die. And almost inevitably, when I start saying that, after they've been doing push-ups for a little bit, they start laughing. And I'll be like, what you laughing about? You're about ready just to conk over right now. And at that moment, I then I ask, where's your anxiety? They're like, it's way down. Well, what's it at? It's like at a five, Jeff. It's like at a four. I'm like, all right. I have them sit up. And then boom, their anxiety is right down to like a three or a two. Now understand, these are individuals that... When they've had panic attacks before, you know, we're talking 20, 30 minutes from the beginning to the end. This whole exercise intervention I do lasts two to four minutes. And they're absolutely amazed because they're not coddling. 
the anxiety. I didn't tell him to go sit in the corner, rock back and forth here, put this blanket over you. I'm going to rub your back, you know, and all this, right? Listen to happy music. No, they're fighting, they're pushing, they're challenging. Okay. And that's why it works because anxiety is a liar, right? It tells us things that aren't true. It makes us believe that we're going to die when we're having a panic attack. So if we, right, show that it's a fraud, if we pull the curtain away and see, look, there's nothing here, then it goes away. So again, I've said this before in my, you know, in my other podcasts and my classes, you've got to look at anxiety as being like this enemy, like this monster, and we're attacking it. And when we're basically going to it and say, bring it on, right? And it truly has nothing because it is just fake. I mean, anxiety is real, but what it's telling us is not fake, it's a lie. Then it exposes it and it goes away. I mean, you've basically faced your worst fear, right? I'm having a panic attack and I'm pushing myself hard physically. So, and this is what I do and it works. And I would say like 85% of the times, 90% of the time I talk to people, they don't have panic attacks again. The other, like I say, 10%, 50% will say, yeah, I went a lot longer, Jeff, than I ever have. But when I had a panic attack, I did push-ups or I did burpees and I challenged it and I yelled out against it and it went away really quick. And that's what I get every single time. Pretty remarkable. Uh, and I, I, it just, I don't know, it kind of blows me away that people have to deal with panic attacks when they really don't. So I wanted to share this with you. I mean, is this something you could do on your own? Sure. You know, do with your kids? Absolutely. I definitely want you to understand those concepts, right? That you've got to push back and fight it and show it who's boss and that you don't believe it. And I think that's the most important part in this. And it's that powerful. Well, that's all I wanted to share today. I hope this gives a lot of people some hope and some ideas. Um, again, Appreciate you listening to this podcast. Again, find me on Facebook, on Instagram. Check out my website, All Things Anxiety. Send me off an email from my website if you have any questions, any thoughts. Love to hear from you. Appreciate it and take care.